Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Guitar Radio Show, episode 60 of Guitar Radio Show, the show dedicated to all things guitar, dedicated to the guitar player, guitar builder, gear maker, and the sellers of those items that you may not know about, but you should. I'm your host, Mark Davin. Uh, check us out, guitarradioshow.com. Lots of new stuff coming on over there. Um, new blogs, some interesting stuff, more video as well. Hey, email us at guitarradioshow at gmail.com, or you can contact us on the Contact GRS tab. You're going to want to do that for sure after hearing this episode, because this episode's all about Screaming Effects and ScreamingEffects.com. Yeah, they're back, and we're doing another giveaway. We're doing a giveaway of the Uverbia pedal. Is it a pedal? Is it a reverb tank? Is it a machine? What the hell is it? You're going to find out today. We're doing a giveaway. You want to find out about that? You want to get involved in the giveaway? Go to GuitarRadioShow.com. Go to the Contact GRS tab. Put your information there, and you are automatically entered. If you have already done that, then you are already automatically entered as well. This is all in celebration of South by Southwest here in Austin, Texas. Uh, Screaming Effects is going to be part of the Stomp Box Exhibit, which is sponsored by the Delhi Magazine. So if you are at the Music Gear Expo, part of South by Southwest, and you all can go into that, that's um, all you got to do is get one of those guest pass wristbands, and you're in. And it's really great. There's a lot of cool people there. We're going to be there as well, and uh, we're going to be... Uh, just roaming around, talking to people, and uh, having a good time. <laughs> Look for lots of pictures on GuitarRadioShow.com and, of course, on our Facebook page, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, all over the place. We'll be vining while we're there as well. We're vining. <laughs> so be sure to check that out. Hey, when you hear the show on GuitarRadioShow.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podbay, Podomatic, Player FM, please rate and review the show it helps us in the rankings so we can turn more people on to what we're doing. That'd be really cool. We also have a new segment that we're going to be featuring today, and you'll hear, oh, probably almost every episode. We'll see. Um, it's the practice tips, tips section. And you'll be hearing from a guitar player today from the band Wofat and uh, his practice tips. And you'll also get to hear some Wofat today getting you tuned up for a uh, for a feature episode from them later on down the road. So we're pretty psyched about that. Coming up also this month, we have another gas report with me and Steve Cohn talking about gear. Yeah, baby. <laughs> In the meantime, let's get started with some tunes. This is a fantastic guitarist, blues guitarist from the Netherlands. His name is Julian Sass. And he, all he's asking for is some mercy. Guitar Radio Show. GuitarRadioShow.com <laughs> is at your door Yeah, you can scream for a preacher when that devil is at your door Ain't no 
of demons The ones that you hide inside I said it's time to face your demons The ones that you hide inside
That is a fantastic three-piece out of Australia. Three wise monkeys. They've been on the show before. We're looking forward to having them on again. That is a track called Mimic Tree from their latest release, which is coming out very soon. Super psyched. Check them out, folks. Hey, without further ado, let's get into it. Me, Seth Wilk, here at Roadrunner Studios in Austin, Texas, joining us on Guitar Radio Show. Check it out. Welcome back, Seth Wilk of Screaming Effects. It's nice to have you back. Yeah, thanks. It's uh, it's really great to be here. It's been a little while since we did one of these, and uh, that was a really good time. So yeah, looking forward to this for sure. And you're the you're actually the first live uh, interview that I'm doing in my studio. Oh, cool. Uh, so welcome to the Roadrunner Room. Nice. We, yeah, it's awesome in here. We, we call it the Roadrunner Room because this neighborhood uh, that we we are in uh, has Roadrunners. We have live Roadrunners. Oh, they're awesome, aren't they? They're yeah, big. They're amazing, and they walk the sidewalks. They don't walk in the street. Oh yeah, cool. Smart they, too, right? Yeah, they're really smart. <laughs> they, it's why the coyote never got them. Uh, and, and and the funny thing is, when you're driving along with them, they'll uh, <laughs> they'll match your car's pace. So if you speed up, they speed up. If you slow down, they slow down. I do. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. So I figured, no, it's cool. Let's call this the Roadrunner Room. Yeah, it's awesome. I was listening to one of the other podcast that you did talking about how it was uh you're building it and everything yeah we got uh, new equipment's coming in we just got this and there's some more there's actually uh, i had talked earlier about off air about using ipads for for a lot of filming and stuff but now there's cameras coming too cool which is which is cool so and new software and everything else so and new guitars all the time that's it's, what, yeah that's what we always need right it's a, it's a danger so um Last time we had you on, we were talking about some of your earlier pedals, uh, your distortion boxes, your your boost, your clean boost, which is the Banshee boost, which That's is right, yeah. killer in the 1954 Fuzz. And remind me of the other model? It's a 48 Fuzz. Right, yeah. the 48. So it's 54 and 48, right. and they're named after the year those transistors were invented. Right. So germanium transistors were invented first. That's 1948. Right. Silicon transistors were later on. That's 54. Right. So that's so cool. I love that. Yeah, I got the name. You got to look into the history a little. Yeah, bit, right? absolutely. And and for the real and for the real gearheads, that's that's really, you know, they'll love that. <laughs> so um, just to remind people, um, and folks, you can go to Screaming Effects FX. The Screaming, the letter F. And the letter X dot com. That's right. Yeah. And uh, you can check out a whole bunch of stuff over there. And of course, on uh, Facebook and Twitter also. I do a little bit of Twitter. Yeah. I do more Instagram and more Facebook these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've got a bunch of stuff up online. I've actually got a lot of uh, kind of like gear tips and how to set things up that drives a lot of traffic. A lot of people read that. And then I've got the different pedals that I build. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so if you would, take us back again and remind everybody your origins and how you ended up leading to this. Yeah, I guess I started playing guitar a lot when I was you know, a lot younger, too, at that point. And uh, yeah, I was playing a lot of guitar and just really into the effects and the sounds. And I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, what I wanted to be. So I thought, why don't I go to, you know, going to college. I was actually studying classical guitar, so I was studying performance guitar, and uh, also just kind of like open option. 
And I liked the pedals and the sound so much that I switched to electrical engineering so that I could learn the background of all the different guitar pedals and, you know, what does each part do from a, you know, like a really detailed level. Mm-hmm. So I did that. And, uh, then I got this cool thing. I went into this biomolecular nanotechnology program, moved out to Arizona and got a PhD in engineering and kind of at the whole time, just played a lot of guitar and, and messed around with pedals and then uh, I finally had some time and I, I took some of these designs that I've been working on and really worked on the packaging to make them so that people could buy them. And so that's kind of like the origins of Screaming Effects is years and years of kind of like just messing around with this mm-hmm. sort of stuff. And mm-hmm. now it's kind of at the point where it's it's getting out there and it's building up and people are hearing these things, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. And you, uh, you and I ran into each other again serendipitously at the uh, South by Southwest Music Expo. Yeah, that's correct. This past year. So, yeah, this past year and then uh, I guess two years ago was the first one. That's when I started selling these. I did the South by Southwest and had a booth there and then have been doing local booths in Texas since. There's uh, the Dallas Guitar Show. There's Mm -hmm. Guitar Linkedin Mm -hmm. and then uh, South by Southwest. And this year I was part of a cool thing. It was like the Stomp Box exhibit. Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, it's just like hundreds and hundreds of pedals. Uh, This guy, Paolo, he's real neat. He runs it and, and does it at a bunch of different locations. Mm-hmm. And basically, you could go and try every guitar pedal. There's just so many there that you just try them all. Oh, it was insane. You just bring a guitar. and But then they also had Washburn guitars were there. Yeah. So folks could try the Washburn guitar and go ahead and try out. Yeah. But I brought a Beater Strat with me and I just, because I'm a lefty, so I walked around from place to place. And there, there's tons of pedal boards. Like every famous pedal yeah. builder is there. And then you've got some like little smaller stuff like me and some of the other guys. And it's actually it's going on this year as well. And so that's going to be at South by Southwest. And I'll be there. I've got my little my setup, so I'll be there. A bunch of other guys are going to be there. So it's definitely worth, something worth checking out. Yeah, I'll be there as well. I can't wait. I'll be there to do interviews and, and uh, talk with folks. So, yeah, you should definitely check that out. And uh, Paulo, the, the guy we were talking about, he, he runs a magazine out of New York, out of Brooklyn, actually, called The Deli. That's right. So, yeah. yeah. So um, he's a great guy, and uh, it was great to have him on the show. Uh, we did a live remote with him and to talk with him about the Stompbox exhibit. Um, he's actually become uh, quite popular with the NAM people now, too. Yeah, so he's doing it all the different... Yeah. I was going to do NAM this year, but he actually ran out of space, so mm. I was not there. Oh, wow. Something to think about, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, next year. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, um, okay, so you, you, you did all this studying. You got the big brain... You did all this. Stuff, <laughs> I don't right? know if you want to say that. And, and you decided that I'm gonna I'm gonna create a new kind of noise. Yeah. So what I wanted to do was kind of like come up with smarter guitar pedals mm-hmm. to be able to use them for the kind of playing that I like to do. And I actually have a really broad range of playing, so you know, try to try to fit them in everywhere. And I started with that Banshee Boost pedal, mm-hmm. and then I got into the fuzz pedals and working on those. Fuzz pedals are really neat because. It's just a couple components, and barely anything completely changes the way that they sound. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be really careful about the design. You basically, every single small component matters in those. So it's a real neat pedal to do. And so I, I got into hand-matching germanium transistors. So I built these hand-matched germanium 1948 fuzz pedals. And then I wanted to get something to sound like those old germanium ones. Mm-hmm. And so I designed my own fuzz circuit for the 1954 silicon fuzz. It's based off of a regular fuzz face, but then I, I tweaked it, and you get like this just really warm, very usable, uh, 
uh, fuzz pedal. So that's 1954 fuzz. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I also I build a buffer, which gets a, a huge amount on the internet. People looking to match impedances. So mm-hmm. if you try to put your wah into a fuzz, it usually doesn't work very well. And so I, I figured out this buffer with this fuzz safe that I call it, and you put it in between. And and so I, I sell a bunch of those, which is pretty cool. And uh, then now I'm, I'm working on this Uverbia, this reverb pedal. Mm-hmm. So this is, has just come out. I'm basically really just. I showed it at South by Southwest as the basic demo, mm-hmm. and now um, 2015 is really the first year that I'm actually selling it. Right. So I've sold some already, but then the idea is now to really kind of to bring this forward. So this is the the new pedal that we're going to kind of talk about today. So. Cool. Well, when I tried it at uh, at South by, it was just a black box, and literally uh, black box, it was a black hole, box. Yeah. and and you plugged me into it. And within seconds, you had me dialed into all these different crazy atmospheric places. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's a wild reverb. And uh, the reason is that I wanted to do something different and I wanted to make a real reverb. Mm -hmm. And so basically kind of the story is uh, one of my cousins, he's a guitar player back on the East Coast. He bought this little old school Gibson amp and it had no reverb. And he said, hey, can you design me a reverb? Mm-hmm. And I was like, kind of like, yeah, no problem. That should be real easy. Mm-hmm. And that was two years ago. And uh, the thing with with doing the reverb is that I wanted to use a real spring. Right. And so I wanted to make sure you had like a, a real reverb in there. A lot of the pedals that you find, they're small, but they've got a little digital chip in there, which basically emulates reverb. And so I didn't want to do that. I wanted to make something that kind of like what you could find in your amp, mm-hmm. just like you know, infinite analog design, basically. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of how this design came about. And at first I thought it was going to be real easy. And it turns out that there's a lot of real subtle things that you need to be able to do to get these to sound good. And it it has to do with driving the springs. And so you want to be able to correctly drive this big spring tank. And, you you know, in a lot of amps, people are doing that with tubes. And so I I did a here all solid state kind of design. Yeah, and what's interesting, too, about this is it's sort of a modern version of what they used to call uh, reverb tanks. Yeah, yeah, because it's an actual tank, and so that the tank part's that spring part in there that generates the reverb. Mm-hmm. And so I guess kind of I could take you through basically your signal path through this pedal mm-hmm. and what happens. So, you know, your signal comes in, and then you either have your dry signal that gets put back to the end, or you have the wet which is going into the reverb tank. Mm-hmm. And so then what's neat is you're, you have to hit this reverb tank with a really big signal. So you have to design a special amplifier to put in the, basically the, the right power and voltages and basically have a little magnet and that transduces the signal onto the springs. Mm-hmm. And then that signal vibrates back and forth. And so basically how long it's vibrating for is the dwell. And then the actual reverb is how big of a signal getting sent into that tank. And so then that signal bounces back and forth in there, comes back around and gets mixed with your original dry signal. And so then one of the cool things about this pedal is that I made it so that you could have it 100% wet. And so you have no dry signal. So you get, you know, like completely underwater, weird euphoria kind of sounds Mm -hmm. is where where that comes from. And so that's the basic reverb on this. And then I wanted it to have like a, a real good like kind of tube quality. I wanted it to be, 
you know, like kind of alive, right? Where you, you tweak the knobs and things change and mm-hmm. it kind of like interacts with you. And so I came up with this circuit. It basically kind of like, it acts a real lot like a tube. It's a solid state driver. I'm kind of like kicking around what I'm going to call it. I think I'm going to call it the thunder tube mm-hmm. driver circuit. And uh, basically what happens is, is at low volumes, it's perfectly clean. But then as you turn it up, then you can start to distort the actual circuit mm-hmm. and you get a real warm tube-like distortion. It's actually, it's also in my Banshee Boost pedal. And so I, I put this in this pedal, basically it'll boost your volume up, but then at some point it starts to overdrive everything. So you can overdrive the circuit inside of the Uverbia pedal and you can even start to drive your amplifier. And so it's real cool. It's got like this kind of like own, you know, life of its own sort of thing where you can tweak it and, and get this real neat warmth tube type uh, changes in your sound. So it's almost like two pedals in one. Yeah, it's like a, a reverb pedal, but then it's kind of like an overdrive pedal all mixed and working together. Mm-hmm. But not a boost, but an overdrive. Well, it's it's kind of it's going to be in a gray area the way I look at it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it will boost you, clean boost you, mm-hmm. and then it will start to to kind of like gain up your sound and and get a little distortion, but not it's not a lot. It's not like something like you know you can get like a tube screamer. It's not right. not that much. Right, so. right, right, right. That's incredible. Um, yeah, I really dig the sound of it. And folks, when when you see it, you can go to uh, you can go to uh, screaminfx.com. You can also go to Guitar Radio Show. Uh, dot com and our Facebook page will be posting pictures when this episode airs, so you'll be able to see it. There'll also be some video on the YouTube channel as well as on guitarradioshow dot com uh, of the demo. Um, when you see it, <clears throat> it's really cool looking. It's got this. It's almost psychedelic in, yeah, in a way. Yeah, it's this wild picture. You know, I was trying to figure out what I was going to put on this thing as a got your as banshee on picture. Here, right? Yeah, I got the the screaming banshee that I put on everything. It's a screaming effects, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually took that photo when we were in Japan, and it's the monkeys from uh, Hear No Evil, Speak No Evil, See No Evil uh-huh. kind of thing. And so we went and saw this crazy temple out in the middle of Japan over there, and uh, I just messed around with it and got it black and white. And start screen printing it on this pedal. So it's got like this this real neat but you know look to it. And then the other thing about it is that it's the only one you can actually see the springs in here. Yeah. And so it's got holes cut out, you can see the spring tank, mm-hmm. and so it gives you some kind of feedbacks and stuff where you can you know basically you could kick this thing and get like those old school like yeah. twinky kind of yeah, you know, yeah, things yeah. blowing up sound. Right. And then uh, it's got, like, all these LEDs on the inside that just make this thing glow. It's like a, a glowing reverb of, of sound, <laughs> right? So it's, it's a big big setup like it's that. It's a hoopty. Yeah, it's actually fairly large, too, because it's got a real spring tank in there. It's yeah. it's not like your normal-sized pedal. Right. So this is something it might sit on your pedal board. If you've always got it on, it might sit on your amp. Mm-hmm. It, it could really be anywhere kind of thing. Mm-hmm. This is something that I could see people like Nels Klein playing from uh, from Wilco. Oh, yeah, you know, definitely. I could definitely see him playing something like this. Yeah, it's just real cool sound, gritty, like, yeah. hey, you want to turn your amplifier on and get people to turn around and look like, what is that sound? Yeah, yeah. And so it kind of, you know, thinking about it, one thing to, to point out is that I actually I, I set up this tone-shaping kind of like driver circuit, right? Mm-hmm. And so I call it Snap. And so on one position, it's it's pretty flat type of gain curve. Mm-hmm. And then if you switch it the other way, it actually pops your treble. And so the reason I did that is to 
to get kind of like that surf surf rock sound and really you know like yeah. the old school sound but yeah it just cuts through everything and then on the other setting it, it gives like a kind of like an overall gain profile to to most of your your signal from like relatively low frequencies up through so uh yeah it just gets like this really gritty you know straight from like clean nice reverb right up to to gritty cool really really cool well let's hear it um uh, let's let's put it through its paces is there anything else you want to talk about as far as this before we get into listening to it yeah no, i think that's the the basic parts it's a real cool design i should send you a, let you see a picture of the backside because i worked real hard on the board designs mm-hmm. and on getting this all to fit together so you'll see when you open this thing up everything's like nicely mm-hmm. oriented in there uh, <laughs> yeah it took a long time you almost wish you could have a, an, an invisible back so you could <laughs> yeah just put a piece of plexiglass on the back so people could see this thing yeah so. well that's one thing i could say folks i i uh i actually gave away a 1954 fuzz last year uh to mr scott Gaylor. hey scott out there um matter of fact scott's got a new album coming out he uh he was one of those folks that uh uh, joined in and, and won one, and uh, he loves his. Yeah, and I can tell you, I I like to open stuff up, and I opened it up before I sent it off to him. I tried yeah. it. I put it through its paces yeah, before good, I good. sent it to Scott, and I looked at it. and And I got to tell you, folks, uh, Seth's work is impeccable. He's very. I mean, if, if you if he had me soldering for him, I'd get fired on the first day. <laughs> um, but his, his, everything is incredibly clean, incredibly. Um, detail oriented so this is you know if, we, if we're talking boutique yeah this is yeah and this I, is I, true boutique and i've worked on the design a lot too to clean it up so you know part of my my research and engineering mm-hmm. i did a lot of real low noise design and a lot of analog design yeah and i do a lot of rf so that's kind of like you know all the wild signals floating sure. about in the air yeah and so i take what i do there and i put it into my pedal board in the actual pcb designs to try to to lower noise have good ground planes mm-hmm. have, have everything set up so that it's it's not just a bunch of wires in there this is you know thought out kind of thing mm-hmm. so now is this a pedal that would be best going through the uh effects loop or would this or, or can you go straight in I like it both. Yeah. So straight in, you start to hit some of your front tubes over there, and you get some some neat sounds. Especially with the boost in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think either way, and it's something you could run direct too. You know, just kind of get like a, a warmer reverb sound. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a lot of applications. Pretty cool. All right, let's uh, let's let's hear it. What do you say? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right, so what we're using here is a um, Viking a Hagstrom Viking Deluxe. It's a uh, like a 335 vibe, semi-hollow. Yep. Two humbuckers. Yeah. All stock, right? Correct. Okay. And this is, and then we're going directly into a uh, Mesa uh, 550 Express uh, 50 watt setting. Obviously, the reverb is turned off on the amp, and um, we're going to try clean first. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So we're going to hear clean. That's no verb. Now we're going to hit kick in the verb. So it's like a clean reverb setting. Nice, big. Yeah, like a big, it's kind of a deep reverb when you've got it in that. Yeah. I like that kind of like... It's 
got like a um, that's almost like a hull. Yeah, a hull verb. Yeah, it's kind of like that mid-range, medium springs that mm-hmm. they put in a lot of a lot of amplifiers. Right. So where so else do you want to go with yeah, this? Yeah, let's switch? play this. So the, what you could do is you could pop up your treble a little bit. So I'd click that switch. I like that setting a lot. That's that's tasty. Yeah, it gets like that. So you can mess with the dwell, basically how long it's... So say if we, uh, signal and just go all wet. kicked up here.
your amp. fingerprint for sure yeah completely different you know it's not like the you're buying one of the digital little boxes mm-hmm. you might not be able to change some of the the real long dwells you're not switching between like hall and everything but kind of my opinion is you're buying it for your reverb sound it's the mm-hmm. one sound you want mm-hmm. kind of like an amp you know some are known for just having amazing reverbs other are just not so that's true kind of stick that in there yeah that's cool let's uh Let's go back to square one and, and dirty it up. Yeah, all right. You want to dirty the pedal up? You want to dirty your amp up? Dirty the amp up. Let's see what that sounds like. Cool. So that's with kind of a, a kick up in the treble. It kind of bite through some of the mix. Right. This is with a, a flatter. because the fuzz works real similar to a tube amp where you're mm-hmm. basically overdriving your transistors. So mm-hmm. you get like this kind of real warm like... Try it with the telly. Let's yeah, try right. it with the telly. We were just saying when we were moving the when we were moving the unit, <laughs> it gave us a little bit of that. Yeah, you kind of like kick the side of this thing, and this you see I'm shaking. It's I'll, like we'll when put you put it on the video, probably over here. Yeah, yeah, you can see the the spring shaking. You get that old like. It's like when you move your old fender, and you know you pick it up and you drop it just ever so slightly. It gets that. Yeah, you know, people ask me like stepping on this as a switch, is this gonna be a problem? But you don't you don't really hear it. Yes. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. I like the I like the warmth of the boost in there too. Yeah. Just gives it that extra bit of creaminess. Completely different that's not you know, not in a reverb, so no, I usually not at all. never 
That's crazy. This is total psychedelic. If you want to turn it down and not be so crazy, you can actually do... You, you put it somewhere here. So yeah, try that out. So this is kind of, I think this is more what people are used to hearing when they think reverb. enough to um, donate one and we're going to be giving one away yeah it's going to be awesome get some people checking it out you know absolutely hit us up looking to build the email lists and everything right so so go to uh, guitarradioshow.com go to the contact GRS tab and uh, put in your information and say I want a screaming effects Uverbia pedal Maybe you'll win. That's cool. Right? <laughs> that's great. I think that's where we. I think that's where we cap it, folks. Go to. Uh, Go, go to ScreamingEffects.com That's Screaming And then FX Capital F, capital X Dot com ScreamingEffects.com To learn more about the Uverbia uh, Reverb pedal The thing is cool as hell um, It's a funky Funky pedal, man Really good Yeah, thank you Nice job, man Cool Thanks for coming in Oh, yeah I really Anytime. appreciate, appreciate it. it yeah. And, uh and uh, we'll see you again soon. Yeah, definitely. All right, man. Thanks. Well, there you go. I'm looking at the box right now across the studio here. You want it? It can be yours. You have until March 31st. Go to guitarradioshow.com. Go to the contact GRS tab. Put in your information. Hit send. And you are in the running. Keep in mind, those of you who have already signed up, you are also in the running. So, it's anybody's anybody's game. Anybody's game. And uh, as you all know, there's plenty of other stuff coming along on the pike as well. But man, I'm sorry I got to give this thing away. 
but I got it. And it could be you. So, guitarradioshow.com, go to the contact GRS tab, fill it in, and it could be yours. All right, let's move on. Thank you, Seth. Looking forward to seeing you over at uh, South By at the, uh, the Gear Expo. I want to turn you on to a band right now. There's a band from San Francisco called the Road Vikings. This is Requiem for an Outlaw Biker. Guitar Radio Show, guitarradioshow.com.
Road Vikings. Requiem for an Outlaw Biker. Hey, they're going to be part of our All Things Heavy episode, which is coming up soon. And uh, they will also be part of a feature interview in another episode. So uh, look for that if you like your stuff heavy. We've got some heavy episodes coming. (laughs) Speaking of heavy, here is uh, our first installment of um, Practice Tips. And it is with Kent Stump from one of my favorite Texas bands, the outrageously cool band Woe Fat. Check it out. folks as part of the practice tip section of the show we've got kent stump from wofat you can go to wofat.net check them out there they have a new album called live juju wofat at freak valley how are you kent i'm good man great to have you on hey we're uh, we're talking about practice tips what can you offer up well you know i think two things that i think are key for practicing one is practice with a metronome uh-huh and then two is to listen, which same, seems strange, but, you know, a lot of times you can just sort of practice without really listening to what you're doing, uh-huh. but, you know, be, in, you know, seriously invested and listen intently as you're practicing and to be, so you, you'll be aware of, of what you're doing wrong, what you're doing right. Cool. And when you listen, what do you hear? What are you listening for? Uh, I'm listening to, you know, make sure that I'm, with the metronome to make sure that I'm, you know, clean with what I'm playing, you know, to listen, just listening to all aspects of, of what you're playing, you know. Right. Very cool. Thanks, Ken. Yeah. Folks, wofat.net. Go check them out. You can check out their new album. It's called Live Juju, Wofat at Freak Valley. Thanks again, man. Yeah, man.
that's woe fat. Live juju. That's a, that's a track called Read the Omens. Man, that's... Damn. <laughs> you like it heavy? That's it, baby. Yeah, that's good. All right. Hey, we got to get out of here. But before we do, I want to play you the guitarist we're going to have on our next episode. I did an interview with him today. Super cool guy, John Diamato from Tennessee. Great blues guitarist. We're going to shift some gears here. But don't forget, Guitar Radio Show, guitarradioshow.com, uh, guitarradioshow at gmail.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, all that stuff. Remember, you want to win that uh, Uverbia machine from Screaming Effects? Well, that's what you got to do. You got to go to guitarradioshow.com, go to the Contact GRS tab, put your information in there, and yes, you could be a winner of that amazing machine. It's going to cost me a fortune in shipping. Just saying. <laughs> in the meantime, I want, to, I want to play you a tune that actually John told me today he wrote for his woman. This is called $2 Dress. Dig the slide plane on this. And oh, by the way, standard tuning, low action. You figure it out. Check this out. Guitar Radio Show, guitarradioshow.com.
Yeah, baby. Go to johndiamato.net. You can check out more there. There's a lot, a lot going on on that website, too. Hey, we got to go. We'll see you on the next episode of Guitar Radio Show. In the meantime, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you soon. Hey, keep playing. Peace. I like this crowd already. TRS Productions.